Hi, and welcome to People Keep Dying, a podcast where we talk about people who die. I'm Angela. And I'm Stephanie. And um, I'd like to apologize for our previous episode. I definitely. I don't know if, like, a lot of the things I'm saying about Korean culture is correct. I was born in America, (laughs) and I've been to Korea one time in my life for like two months. So. My views of Korea are obviously not going to be 100% correct. The only thing that you talked about... About the divorce thing. I'm not even sure if I was right about that. I mean, it sounds right. It sounds right. It sounds right for Asian culture. I feel like I've heard it from someone before, but I said it with a lot of authority, and then I listened to it, and I'm like, I actually don't know if that's true. I looked it up online, and I don't know still, so no one talks about it. So I don't think you need to apologize for that. But Someone will hopefully correct me someday, maybe. And if not, maybe I'm right. It's okay. It's too late now. Yeah. It's already out there. Whatever. (laughs) If it's right, it's right. If it's wrong, it's wrong. So I'm going to cover a local-ish murder. And I'm actually... Oh, my gosh. You said local-ish. I bet you it's not even anywhere close to us. In Mississauga. Which is local-ish. I mean... One and a half hours. It's two hours away. one and a half hours. One and a half hours away. It's still... That's local-ish. Again, it really depends on your view of localism. Toronto localish. I would not consider Toronto. No. I say localish. Nope. Localish. Okay. So So this localish murder (laughs) that's not local at all, according to me. Localish. It's a localish murder. Okay. The murder of Mississauga. Yeah. So this is the murder of Linda Anderson. And I don't know if you've heard this because it is also it's not recent but it's like from 2003 so lisa anderson i mean it's not a real name okay well then (laughs) but that's the name that that the press used because minors were involved in this incident so they gave her a fake name they gave her a fake name well that's just i mean so when you look it up on wikipedia it's called the murder of linda anderson Hmm. or the bathtub murder the bathtub murder so linda anderson born April 15th, 1959 is not a real name of the victim as this murder happened in Canada where they have very strict underage laws. Mm-hmm. I think you told me that too. No, they do, which, but I didn't realize that they would give aliases. Um, I think but, for to print it out because like they, have, they can't just be like suspect one, suspect two, or it's easier to remember. Uh, yeah, they can. Oh. Because they do. So, I mean, it depends. I don't know if, like, maybe, someone maybe were... they had to give an alias in, like, the court documents. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know the situation. So, I, yeah. can't, I can't attest to, like, So, Linda happened. had two da- daughters with a man who would leave her to re- raise their children alone. So, he left her and took the kids? He left her and she had the kids. Okay. So he would leave her to raise their own okay, kids sorry. alone. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. That was a very confusing statement there. So they live in a townhouse together in Mississauga. And I feel like Mississauga is close enough to be considered a local-ish murder. Disagree, but whatever. <laughs> she suffered from alcohol dependency and depression, which I feel is pretty hand-in-hand. Like, when you're an alcoholic, you're almost always depressed. Well, you're treating your depression with the alcohol. So I feel like it's pretty hand-in-hand to be an alcoholic. I mean, 
And I don't know. And not necessarily. It's not to say that all depressed people are alcoholics, and it's not to say that all like alcoholics are depressed. I well, I mean, alcoholic, I would say all people. Alcohol is a depressant, right? So I feel yeah. like if you have too much of it, it does make you depressed. Depends on who's drinking it and how they react to it. But anyways. But it's a depressant, so that's what, like... But I'm just saying, like, when you drink, you just don't, like, get depressed. No, and, like, but I become mean, depressed. It, it is a yeah, coping it, mechanism for yes. depression. So usually... Yes. If you're an alcoholic, usually you're also depressed. It is not an unfair statement to say that alcoholics, alcoholics also suffer from depression. Yes. And I feel like that's pretty hand-in-hand hand in most cases. Yes. Yes. So anyways, Linda's two daughters, Sandra and Beth, age 16 and 15, were tired of seeing their mother wasting money on alcohol. Okay. Which I think at that age is a fair statement to think, right? Because you're pretty materialistic as a teenager and... Oh, my gosh. Did the kids kill the mom? Anyways. So they were also tired of seeing their friends have better things in a life than them, like better things like swimming pools and clothes. Like, oh, my gosh. Right? <laughs> <clears throat> For months, the sisters researched different ways to commit murder online, as well as sharing ideas and tips through MSN Messenger with their friends. When MSN Messenger what? was still around. Oh my god. That's this is totally the 2003s with MSN Messenger. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like how are they googling that? They weren't even googling that. They, they were, were probably like, on like G- ask Jeeves. dogpile.com um yahoo.com yeah, yeah yahoo yahoo search engine AOL search engine which well, is still around. I don't know if they would have been using the AOL one in Canada. I know for, yeah, for the States for sure. Mm. MSN has probably had a search engine yeah, as MSN well. Yeah, MSN probably had something. So, yeah. <laughs> so, one friend had mentioned how many Tylenol 3 pills that would be needed to get the job done. How many Tylenol 3 pills would it be? Well, I'll tell you when I get there. Okay. We do find out. Yes. Ooh. On January 18th, 2003, Sandra and Beth started to liquor up their mother at lunchtime. I thought they were like upset that she was drinking and didn't want her to drink all the time. Now they're well, boozing her you'll up. See why? Just to make sure that Linda would well. be fully incapacitated, the girls also gave Linda six Tylenol three pills to slow down her heartbeat. Ooh, okay. you know where this is going now. I mean, you shouldn't take uh, Tylenol threes with alcohol. With alcohol, period. But if you do, then you're basically they're incapacitated, blood. right? I mean, I don't know. I've never, never done. So while waiting for the pills and alcohol to fully work, Sandra and Beth conversed with their friends on MSN, one of whom, whom said, well, good luck, wear gloves. So they told their friends? Yeah, because they discussed with their friends how to kill their mom. Oh, my gosh. This is teenagers. like Good luck, wear gloves. Do you think those girls... Do you, did the I other think girls? The girls are joking. You know, like when you're at that age, like you just say dumb shit. And but then I'm you're wondering like, if they... Th- if they were serious, though, you know what I mean? Like the like, girls were serious? Like or the other, the like the friends. I don't think the friends were serious. I think, like, at that How age. How bad do you think they felt when they woke up the next <sighs> day and found out that, like, the one that said wear gloves, do you think that, the, did the gir- girls wear gloves? They do you think say. that friend was in the courtroom? Like, you should have fucking They didn't say any gloves. of this. Because court documents are all pretty much redacted. Yeah. Damn. So the girls drew their mother a bath. And after giving Linda, getting Linda into the bath, Sandra and Beth began to massage her to get more, more relaxed, you know? Oh. Oh, That's not creepy at all. How often are these? 
That's weird. So Sandra instructed Linda to lay on her stomach in a tub so she could scrub her back. Okay. This position made it easier for Sandra to hold Linda's head underwater in the bath. Yeah, get on top of her. So after four minutes, Linda was dead. <gasps> Jesus. Okay, I this think, is not as... I thought it was going to be a lot worse than this. No. this With the murder itself, it was a very short thing. All of this information is like the aftermath. Okay. 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 So this is just like, that's it. That was the only... Oh, see, I was thinking like it. they were going to cut her and no, it that's was it. like... Okay, so they they pop, they fill her up with alcohol, they pop some pills. And then they, they put her in a tub and they drown her. They drown her. And, and I don't imagine it'd be very hard because she's already yeah. drugged up. So just pushing, you yeah. know what I mean? And it's two of them, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's only Sandra did it. Oh. Yeah. So Sandra, Sorry, Beth. Yeah. So Sandra and Beth went to Jack Astor's in Mississauga Square One with friends <laughs> to create an alibi. <laughs> I deep dived, like I read like 12 different articles about this and I figured, like they all said rest, nearby restaurant, but I actually figured out the restaurant they went to. Wow. For research reasons. <laughs> So why do you want to go there? No, I just I was super curious there? of what they would be eating. <laughs> this is so weird. What do you think they had? I'm pretty sure they, they had. Like, like, they're teenagers. They probably had like burgers and fries, or like chicken strips and fries. Some spinach dip for the table. No, spinach dip is like an old person thing. They're too young for that shit. What? Yeah, I was totally ordering spinach dips when I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> How old are they again? Sixteen and fifteen. I mean, I yeah, I was most definitely ordering spinach dip then. So. Their fast and unspectacular plan, which is quotes, because that's what they said that, you know, they thought like that was going to be how she dies of either fast, fast and, and unspectacular way. Uh-huh. After they executed this plan, they went back home and called 911. Okay. With I crocodile just... tears and an Oscar worthy performance, which someone wrote. In one of the articles, like one of the newspaper articles, was like it's an Oscar-worthy appearance of like the girls just crying and being like, "I think my mom's dead." Oh my gosh! Because I'm thinking, like, what do you think that? What do you think their story is gonna be? It's gonna like, be like I found. We came home. We came and my home mom was dead, and our mom was dead in and the bathtub. And it's so believable. I guess it depends on how much of a struggle there was during those four minutes. Yeah, like. I mean, we'll see what happens. Come on, girls. And the girls cried, and then they said on the phone that they couldn't res- couldn't resurrect their mother after they took her out of the bath and performed CPR. Because that's what Christ. they told them to do when they got home, and you know, they're like, "Oh, my mom's dead. What do I do?" Blah blah blah. Oh, I wonder if they were playing it off like. It's so because, easy to play it off because they, they because they went to Jack Astor's, and I understand that, and they probably did it like right after, but like. I wondered if they were like, oh, we left when she was in the bathtub. No. Or are they going to be like, we it's, left and then It's we easy didn't. for them to just be like, I was, fr- I was with friends all day and then we went to dinner and then we came home and mom was in the tub and she's dead. It's way Why easier. Why were these girls so stupid that they would talk on Messenger in between? That wasn't really how to get caught anyways. Okay, well, see, you can't so. say that you were out with friends all day because they were at home texting with their friends, so they would yeah. know, they would sort of know that. But then, like, the thing is that, like, the cause of death was drowning and the body was ha- was found to have had very le- high levels of alcohol, codeine, and Tylenol. Okay. Which, 
the cops immediately believe the girls because Linda had a history of alcoholism. Yeah. So it's really easy to believe in an alcoholic who probably, like, usually you... Yeah, like, when they arrive on the yeah, scene. Yeah, like, cops are like, oh, if you're an alcoholic, you also must have a drug problem. You probably just got into a bath and drowned. Yeah. Like, it's easy to kind of see... Yeah, there's no reason to suspect no. foul play So they're not going to do, like, a really deep investigation. Yeah, so yeah. it was basically case closed. Mm-hmm. Until a young man came forward months later claiming that the girls had confessed the murder to him at a party. Of course they did. Because unsurprisingly, the girls had gone around telling everyone about what they had done. About how they had killed these fucking girls. Right? Because, I mean, they're young, right? You know what? You can't even blame it on their age because there's tons of... There's tons of other killers. too, though, because they were basically not doing it because, like, the... It's because, like, mom was wasting money and they wanted other things. I mean, yeah, but think of other murderers that have killed for, like, shittier reasons. Like, I like... When they're yet young? Yeah. Like who? I mean, I can't... I don't know names, but I'm sure there has to be at least one story. I mean, there's one, but I feel like, for the most part, teenagers are dumb. That's why they, they usually don't get away with it. I'm thinking there's a lot of teenage boys that have killed girls for for dumb reasons or even their parents for for shit reasons. I mean, it's not to say that they weren't being shallow or whatever. It was a they were so stupid. They killed their their but mother over the dumbest. You hear that a dumbest. lot though about like adolescents who go around and be like, "Oh, I did this thing." Yeah. And like, but yeah. I'm just saying that like older people do that too so i don't i just think that that's an arrogance thing and not necessarily an it, age but, thing but i feel like at that age you're more arrogant too like you feel yeah. invincible because i do feel like when you're younger you almost always feel more invincible than you do when you're older i disagree again i do feel like it is <laughs> there is a, a brain bio like a biological thing in brains that do that's why kids are more brave they do more stupid things when they're younger because you're more brave and you feel more invis because you feel more more protected. I feel. I'm just saying that there's a lot of serial like there's a lot of other people that have like killed someone and then and gone bragged. out and bragged about yeah. it. So but I don't I, feel like this I don't look at it like it's just like a punch of they did it because they were younger. They I did do, it because they were pieces of shit. I do feel like their in age this has instance, no play. This was an age thing of. You know, like that's what girls do. I didn't that people. I don't think that that's what girls do. I think girls don't go around killing people, but their parents and then brag about it. It's usually a made-up story, though, right? So I, I don't think it's an age. You don't take an. I think like it is an adolescent thing. Like your brain's changing so much at that age. I disagree. No, (laughs) not allowed to. Anyway, (laughs) apparently, apparently, I'm not allowed to disagree because you are like I'm American. You are you just need to be right, and that that's fine. But you're not. But I'm right anyway. Okay, okay. Um, the young man that turned them in was able to get them to admit the crime in a car provided by the police that was rigged with audio and video recording equipment. So he got them to admit it again. Okay. While he was hanging out with them. On tape. Because you can't just, you know, and then I think like they needed that proof before they can like dredge up all the online history stuff. And I feel like in 2004, online history stuff was still kind of a new. They need. They they need warrants, right? Yeah. You need to have a warrant. And in order to get a warrant, you have to have reasonable doubt, right? Or reasonable suspicion or I don't fucking know what you need. On January 21st, 2004, a year after the murder, the girls were arrested and convicted of first-degree murder. It took a whole year. Since they were both minors, mm-hmm. they both received 10 years, which they did not serve all of. Mm-hmm. 
on 2009, which is five years later, Sandra, the older sister, was released. She was 22. 21. 21. 21. And Beth was released in 2010, a year after her. So she would have also been the same age when she was released. 21. As she was initially died her early release because she needed more counseling. Sorry, what? She was... Because that's how Sandra got out. Sandra got out because they said that, like, the counseling really worked and she was a model citizen and, you know, like, they think that she's going to do So really she did well. five years of counseling and therapy and now she's okay, she can leave. Yeah. Okay. And Beth was six years. And so Beth needed an extra year. Yeah. I mean, possible. They were not allowed to communicate with each other while in prison. At all? No. They okay, because I was to. thinking that they needed that extra year with Beth because they were gonna they were too close and they needed to separate her, them. And I have a lot more information on Sandra and what she's been up to, but there's nothing on Beth, the younger sister. Probably because she's done nothing. So they're both released to a halfway house at the time of their release. Since they are both minors at the time of the murder, their identities will be protected under Canadian law. Mm-hmm. It is because of this law that Linda's identity will also be kept a secret, which is, which would make it too easy to identify the girls. Which? Which is why there's so little known about Linda's life. Mm-hmm. So we don't know, like, really who anything she, besides. Who she really was. We don't know what she did. Like, there's no other information about her besides the fact that she was murdered by her daughters. Yeah. So after her release, mm-hmm. Sandra was accepted to the University of Waterloo with a $2,000 scholarship. She took online courses for Waterloo from her halfway house in Barrie, Ontario. Awesome. She is allowed to take some field trips, but under no circumstances allowed to touch drugs or alcohol. It probably. The court said that standard is... Ooh, why? What do you well, mean? Well, I mean... She's a... Probably because she's a felon. She's a felon, yeah. so she's not allowed to. Um... See, the court said that Sandra is exceptionally intelligent and earned the privilege of early release. Mm-hmm. During her time as a student, she argued that the conditions against socializing and having to get permission a week in advance from her probation officer for school activities has negatively affected her reintegration into society. Mm. She said, I'm not... You're a- taking online course- courses, girl. You're Nah. Well, at Hard this pass. point, I think was this... In the beginning, she was taking online courses, but after that, she did have her own apartment and moved closer to Waterloo University. Mm-hmm. And she said, I'm not a sex offender. I don't understand the justification behind this. Being able to socialize with my peers is a very important part of my integration. What does the sex offender thing have to She's saying that because she's not a sex offender, she doesn't understand why she'd be a danger to the rest of the students and why she has to have so many restrictions. Because you killed your mom. So far, I haven't been able to do so, being able to reintegrate into society properly because of all these restrictions put on her. She's but what, not, are, what exactly are the restrictions? That she can't do drugs? That she can't... Look, oh, so this came up when she was denied permission to attend a Frosh Week toga party. So because there were... Not allowing yeah. her to go to the party. Yeah, you're not allowed to go to the party because there's going to be drugs there. That's she, not what you're in school for. She insisted the party was a dry event and alcohol yeah, was no, available anywhere else anyway. There's no such thing as a dry event toga party. And she's saying that um, she to be able to properly socialize with her peers, she has to be able to go to these kinds of events. No. She is now an article student for a Toronto criminal defense lawyer. 
So she's a criminal defense lawyer now? <clears throat> she did study law. The Toronto Sun, which I got a lot of disinformation from, said it was a younger oh. sister. But after the research I did, I can say with almost 100% certainty that they're talking about Sandra, the older sister. They talk about her going to law school and going to University of Waterloo. And I'm like, the older sister is the one who did it. The younger sister, I think, was speculated to have gone to the University of Ottawa for something else. Well, the son, the Toronto Sun is, is um, like a the rag, tabloid. Yeah. Tabloid but like newspaper. no one really writes about it. Yeah. Like, it's basically the only way we can get any of this kind of like dirtier information. Mm-hmm. Let's be for real. They do some of the... They're basically yeah. like celebrity like tabloids, right? So some sometimes it's a miss, sometimes yeah. So her mentor lawyer, who did they they did get to interview, said that she has a unique perspective and insight that will carry her down the road to become a very good lawyer. Yeah, she committed crimes, like, her, <laughs> and her and her sister absolutely deserve a second chance as everyone does while many people will go in a different direction and fall into a well of despair she has finished law school she's very studious she seems perfectly normal to me the murderer is in her past and remains in her possibly. past you know yes. it's very possible yes but it's also just like but you don't get to act like it never happened well, Sandra must disclose her criminal conviction to the Law Society of Ontario yes. and undergo a good character hearing before she can practice law. Yes. Not much can be found about Beth, the younger sister. She served an extra year more than Sandra and is said to have possibly went to school at the University of Ottawa, but that's spe- just speculation. And there is speculation that she also changed her name, or as Sandra apparently didn't change her name, but because her name wasn't released in the press, mm-hmm. I guess there's not as much of a danger of worrying about it. Yeah, but at the same time, uh, she may have changed her name because the real name, like, to get away from the her friends. Yeah. Like, people knew... Who she was. Who she was. Like, her people went to just school with them like, would know what happened. Just because knew, knew I don't are. know what her name is now, like, looking back 20 years in the past, like, mm-hmm. oh, what happened? Um, doesn't mean that other people that were around in that time don't still know her. So, all to the girl to change her name and move on with her life. Uh, I hope she doesn't kill more people it's sort of like who because it's kind of like which know, one like, was the instigator because well, they say that it was the older sister sandra who was the instigator but she also it's very possible she could be covering for a younger sister we don't know it's mm-hmm. all the sayings of these teenage girls who were who did this awful thing and when they're in their youth and then you know yeah and it's not to say that sandra like you know isn't didn't like correct her shit and like restart her life and, yeah. and is trying to make the most out of everything. Um, I think a lot of people have less sympathy for her because she was 16 when it happened. And you think to yourself, when you're 16, would you have killed your mom? But I'm like, it really depends on... like I'm not saying that you should kill your mom. I'm just saying the situation that they were in, I don't understand. So I can't possibly know I don't understand why on. they expect more of the 16-year-old than the, like, what the, 15-year-old. Did, than the 15-year-old. Like, what's... What is that one year's difference? Who knows? When, like, I, no, I don't. I don't, it's really hard to. Like, you shouldn't fully, you can't fully judge it because there's the whole picture isn't obviously there. You don't know everything. You don't know the situation about, like, yeah, it's a shitty fucking thing that happened. But, like, you know, it's like what you said, like, hormones make people do crazy things. 
and um, she probably got that fucking corrected. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like complaining that she couldn't that like complaining about the party was next level. But like, I mean, she was trying to be a law student or she was a law student at the time. So she was just working on her argumentative skills. Yeah, maybe that was, that's something else. I mean, of all the things to like, like argue for and like whatever the mountain to die on, like yeah. this is the one, this is the one that you're picking, <laughs> but there's probably more. And it just wasn't as interesting as the one. And that's why they didn't show up on the news. You probably fought for a lot of random things that. Maybe she wanted to sell. Who knows? You know? Yeah. And it's also, I'm surprised that Sandra hasn't changed her name because it sort of seems like, I mean, if someone's going to Google her real name now, I mean, maybe it's possible. Like, but maybe she's not, like, she, she's owned to her past is also possible too. So she's not like, I'm not saying she's not ashamed of it, but she's owned to her past and it's a part of her. So, Mm. yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So there was a book about this crime that was written by a Toronto Star reporter named Bob Mitchell called Mm -hmm. The Class Project, How to Kill a Mother. The Class Project. Yeah. Wow, because they Because they talked to their classmates. That's so sick. Yeah. And um, there is a movie based on this crime. What's the movie? It's called Perfect Sisters starring Abigail Breslin. Really? Really? Yeah. What's that from? 2014. Jeez. I don't yeah. think that was in theaters. I might want to check I think, that out. I like I, that girl. Yeah, I think it was like um, like a limited release mm-hmm. thing. and really? Movies like that usually. I think the director said that they did try to... I didn't watch it yet, but I mean, the director did say that he thinks that he puts the crime... He, he puts a better, better light on the girls in the crime in the movie than Bob did in the book. Because in the book, Bob basically was just like, these are like sociopathic, you know, girls, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, he's putting his own biases in the book as, as like everyone does. Like I'm pretty I mean, sure you can either be biased that they didn't do it or you can be biased that they, they did didn't do it. And like, they, did, they did do it. Mm-hmm. It's just the, the thought process now is, are they, evil people or was this a one-off situation where they felt like you know remember depends how depends on those remember, chat logs remember man last i'd week, be really interested to last week those. you t- you said that you you can never say you won't murder someone because everyone's pushed to a certain limit yeah so was this the girl's limits uh i Obviously really hope was. not it was though i really hope murder their mom. yeah they murder their mom i hope that that wasn't where their limit was was they didn't have a pool and some nice clothing yeah. because at that point if that's their limit then no that bitch should not be in law school mm-hmm. because what how do they know that she's not gonna like i don't like that argument yeah i don't think they were pushed to the limit i think they made a bad decision they thought that they were like being funny and they didn't think about the ram they didn't think of- well they did it for the insurance money yeah, but like, they didn't think. And then, I don't. I, think, I don't think that it was a well thought out plan. I think afterwards they talked and about going it, on trips as and well. And if it with their was friends. a thought out plan, yeah. then yeah, they're fucking sociopaths. Well, it was thought out in the way that they did spend months looking into how to yeah, kill their mom so, and then planning yeah, it. That's sociopathic. Yeah, that's but. psychopathic. That's not sociopathic. I think I looked it up and I was trying to figure out the difference between a sociopath and a psychopath. And they're like, the words are almost always interchangeable. 
So you're a psycho. Like it depends on if they can give empathy yeah. or if they have empathy. And it, I mean, there's nothing in that whole story that you said that gives me any reason to believe that either of them have any empathy. Yeah, but it's hard to really get the whole picture, obviously, because yeah, I don't know any in of these, every situation. Yeah, in every situation, like sometimes you know for sure that they're narcissistic sociopaths, but at the same time, you don't. Uh, with I, them, I don't, feel, I don't get that feeling from them. I'm just saying that, like, some people... I get a very strong feeling of, like, narcissism and so, psychopathy. Yeah. And even, like, being a... They could be a psychopath and a sociopath. Yeah. Um, but, no, they were definitely troubled, for sure. They were definitely... Because they yeah. thought about it. For a very long time, they joked about it with their friends. I mean, the friends are also a concern of mine, but maybe they also thought that it was just it was a, a joke. joke. But like, yeah. it was like a morbid just, joke. Could you just think about like sitting around for months with like a cut with these two sisters that just are always talking about how they're gonna kill their mom? Like, I can't even recall a time where anyone ever said that they wanted to kill their parents, let alone plan it out with me. I mean, I don't. I didn't really live like obviously. Their community. But was would you find that different? Like, I don't know. It really depends because I hung that, out with like a lot of goth kids, and that's what we like. Not we didn't talk about it, but I mean, it was like it's normal to think really dark thoughts. To, to I mean, think dark thoughts to start planning on a murder though. Not plan. I don't think the it's girls, the planning of the murder. I don't murder. know if the friends saw it as planning as comparison to girls did. Like maybe they just thought they were joking, but who knows what the friends were thinking because it's not like they interviewed them. Yeah, uh, that we know of. Yeah, and if they did, it didn't during during I the courts. I'm it. pretty sure that they were probably yeah. brought in because they had like yeah. There's no way that the friends didn't have to testify. It just sort of sounds like a bunch of spoiled girls. Yeah. that like who probably lived in like a neighborhood where everyone had more money than them or something, and yeah, possibly their friends had more money. Yeah, and then you know they probably just like watched something on TV or they just. I don't know. I don't know. That's and how how weird it is to think that like they would have totally gone away with it if they didn't say anything to anyone. Yeah, that's the thing is that they couldn't keep their mouth shut. And yeah, they probably could have gotten away with it, but it's... for sure they were basically in the clear until a guy came and then was like, "No, I heard these girls talk about." And how it. soon after? That was a couple months. That was a few, a few months later. So they like I think yeah. it was like well good for that guy yeah. at least he had some sense he stuck because his neck the other out and yeah. the other friends sure as shit no because because the thing is like it also makes them look suspicious too because they're in those chats probably being like oh wear gloves or whatever and it's like yeah but who the fuck cares I would have been like the very next day yeah, going to the, to the police cops. and been like hey I was in those conversation and like. I didn't think she was actually going to do it. You're not going to get charged for saying wear gloves. Like, but I'm sure that there was a lot of fear about being scared. Yeah. But like, to, like or you don't want to be a snitch, which is like a thing now in high school or was and still is. I mean, who knows? Would you rather be a snitch or a murderer? Who would you rather be friends with? But that's my own. That's your own. easy, you know. But I, you know, I understand being scared and not wanting to get in trouble with the police and yeah. maybe being scared. But at the same time, um, bitches just killed their mom. Yeah. That's fucking weird. Crazy. But when I read it, I thought it was so crazy that it was in Canada. Yeah, that's a great. I've never heard of them. That was great. I like um, I like it when it's things that I've never heard I, <laughs> I really thought like they 
we're gonna like cut her up in the bathroom. That, I think at that point, out if they cut her up, I would have been like, they should not be out of jail. Yes, there's like there's. I always feel like there's there's that like that line of like you murder someone and then you're like. But then if you go through the extra measures of, like, cutting up the body and disposing of it, then that's, like, I can't. That's, like, a, I don't know. Like, I don't know why that's the line. They the movies but... and then put on this big show. It's just, like, that right there is just next level. Well, they, you know, they had an alibi. They went to dinner with their friends. I know. So. Wow. All right. So today uh, I'm going to go back to my roots, and I'm going to talk about an older story. <laughs> And uh, today we're going to talk about some popes and the Catholic Church. Uh, Okay, so popes have been around for like uh, 2,000 years. And basically, so the Catholic Church teaches that Jesus appointed Peter as the head of the church uh, forever ago. And then the first pope was basically um, Peter's successor. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of popes, obviously, because it's been 2,000 years, and there are stories for each and every one of them because we started tracking our history and we... Writing did, it down. Writing it down. And they were important people. And so we, they have stories for all of them. But for sure, they wouldn't write down like all the shitty things that they would have done either. Uh, yes, they did. They did? Yes. Because they, I was they thinking did, to say, victors are usually the ones who write histories. So. Yes, but the victor changes every you know every once in a while because there's a lot of popes and so another pope will come in and they'll they'll just rewrite history and so shit was written and then shit gets unwritten and then shit gets written again and you're going to hear all about that in the story so some popes would reign for decades and some would only reign for like a few days uh but even though there was so many popes and so many stories i'm only going to talk to you about a few today and it's one story with one, sorry, it's about one pope, ultimately, but there's a lot of popes to get us there. So in the city of Rome, uh, in 896, was a mess. The Roman Empire had collapsed not that long ago, um, and there was a massive power vacuum in Europe with a lot of power struggles specifically, or there's a lot of power struggles in Italy. And then more specifically, a lot of power struggles in Rome. Because if you controlled Rome, essentially you controlled everything else. And people were just fighting their way in to be able to control Rome. And uh, at its peak, uh, Rome had a population of about a million people. But by this time, uh, it only had about 10,000 to 20,000 people. The magnificent ruins uh, still stood from the ancient days, but they were starting to crumble. And the Colosseum was being used as a site for a farmer's market. Um, shepherds would be grazing their flocks in the Forum. Bandits roamed the countryside, as well as Muslim That must raiders. be, like, the most beautiful farmer's market. Yes, right? Because oh it's gosh. so big. And I, I'm just, like, trying to think of, Outdoors. like... Outdoors. It must be... And it could be so bustling. And it'd be mm-hmm. so... I wonder... Is this a... It's not a farmer's market anymore. It's not a farmer's market anymore, obviously. <laughs> but so there also cool. wasn't a lot of people there because, yeah. like... It's only one million, right? No, at, at t- no, no, no. At the peak, so it was a tent. Like, no, no, like, back when it was, like, the Roman... The Grand Roman Empire, they had a million people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now they only had 10,000. Yeah, 10 to 20, so they wouldn't even be... Yeah. yeah, there was, like, nothing. That's how d- dilapidated everything was. Oh. Like, there really wasn't... There really wasn't much there. Um, but it was still, like, the Holy Land. Like, yeah, it's that's still, true. Um, I wonder how Rome became the Holy Land. White men decided. Yeah. 
just Rome. Yeah, it's where all of like white. History I guess that's comes where church, because it's a Roman Catholic church. So I guess that's where it started. Mm, yes. Yeah, that's what you say. Yeah. A Roman Catholic church. Yeah. So. Peter. Yeah. Peter started it. Anyways, people <laughs> uh, were dreaming about recreating the empire uh, somehow because that's all anybody wanted to do is just recreate the Roman Empire. It's the mm-hmm. big goal. I mean, we met some of those people in our earliest episode uh, with Lysander and mm-hmm. Cyrus. Um, Which was, what year was that? I don't Forever ago. I know, I know. I never remember. Any, any from, sorry. So Charlemagne or Charles the Great. Uh, or also known as King Charles I, mm-hmm. uh, had been crowned by the emperor, had been crowned emperor of Rome by the Pope at the time in exchange for protecting the church, uh, because the church was basically like, hey, you know what? If you protect us, we will we will say you're emperor. Mm-hmm. And so Charlemagne was like, well, I want to be the Rome Roman emperor, so I'll protect you. And uh, he was able to briefly reunite Europe. And he was hailed as the Roman Empire reborn. Um, but soon after, uh, he dies and uh, the empire begins to crumble again. Uh, with That's King a really beautiful name, by the way. Charlemagne. Charlemagne. I like that. Like, you kept saying it and then it sounds really pretty. See, I think it's Charlemagne. I think it sounds really pretty. Better than Charles. Like Charles is such a boring name. Charlemagne is such a pretty name. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I got so distracted. Every time you say it, I'm like, it's such a so pretty <laughs> Uh, so because every king after king was vying, uh, was fighting to be crowned emperor because like they wanted to rule Rome Mm -hmm. and all the kingdoms around us. But the Pope, the Pope was the only one that was able to give the power Mm -hmm. to say like, you are the emperor of Rome. Mm -hmm. Here's your crown. Um, so Charlemagne dies and uh, then we meet uh, Formosus. And Formosus, by all accounts, was a pretty nice guy. He became Pope as an old man. He's around 75 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and, wow, that's uh, really old. Yes. Very not Well, it's also Witchcraft? not as... There's a little bit more older people going on at this time. Because, like, it's like old Pope guys. Like, they're all old right yeah but, but i wonder how do you like live that long because like, well back in that time they did used to live oh hundreds of years well uh, i mean in the bible they did but i mean they lived like 600 yeah. years and that seemed kind of yeah but even at this time they were still living like hundreds of like 100 200 years yeah i i according to the bible uh, uh and yeah. all this diff- and all this shit so well i mean at least uh, close to 100 because there's a couple other people that are in their 70s and 80s, Jeez. 90s. So, um, I wonder what their secret was. Wash your hands. <laughs> they washed their hands. That's what you're saying right now. <laughs> Maybe they washed their hands. I don't know. Uh, praying to God is what got them to their old age. Mm-hmm. Um, so he becomes Pope as an old man. He was around 75. And he uh, fought uh, the Germanic rulers of the Northern Europe and Italy. Sorry, he fought Germanic rulers in Northern Europe and Italy, and uh, but he also had to do some uh, normal administration po- pope stuff like signing up new priests, appointing new bishops, and so on. And the time came uh, for Formosus to crown a new emperor, and uh, he decides to crown a l- local ruler who is the king of Spoleto, and uh, he becomes the new emperor of Rome. Uh, but then that dude dies real real soon after, and. He's gone. Couple of days. Couple, or? yeah. It was like real quick. Uh, and so Formosus is like, okay, 
my local options suck because these Spolitos are a little crazy and they're real pissed off mm-hmm. that their king just died and like wars brewing all over the place and mm-hmm. there really isn't any like good options. Um, so he's like, I don't like these new co-emperors over in Spoleto. Uh, they like, they're not nice people. I don't want them to rule Rome. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are going to need to expand out. And he, uh, he reaches out to the last living heir of Charlemagne. It's like, Hey, Arnolf, listen, you want to be a Ro- the Roman empire, the wow. Roman emperor. And he's like, hells yeah. Cause like, why wouldn't you want to be? Yeah. And so Arnulf like gets all of his shit and he marches into Rome and he kicks out all the Spoleto troops. He gets crown emperor and then he, he fucks off. Oh my God. Uh, well, in it, it, he just leaves. Not necessarily. So basically he like goes to kind of like fight and then to like pursue more into Rome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, he suffers a stroke. Uh, but other people said that he was possibly poisoned by the Spoletos. Mm-hmm. Um, but he suffers a stroke, and so he dicks off uh, to um, Bavaria mm-hmm. and spends the rest of his time there. And during his little trip over to Bavaria until he dies, uh, more war rages and power struggles rage on. Um, they didn't, and it took a while for them to get an, a new emperor in there. Uh, Formosus remained Pope for another five years before he ended up passing away. And then after he dies, there's a whole bunch of riots in Rome because, well, now they have to get a new Pope. They don't have an emperor. What's going to happen? So naming new Popes was still really messy because they hadn't nailed down a formal procedure yet for doing it. Um, And out of all the chaos, somehow this dude named Boniface VI becomes Pope. And this guy is a fucking piece of work like i don't understand how he got voted in they look like bono <laughs> no this is no he doesn't live with bono uh so first of all he's 90 years old oh my god and he's sick as shit and um also <laughs> as a nice little kicker he had previously been kicked out of the church not once but twice for reasons that are now lost to history, uh, <clears throat> but I presume he was shoving his holy dick into the wrong people. Oh, so it's like now. Well, we get to that. So, uh, and it's just kind of like this is who you voted in. Like this is who you voted. Like they this ninety-year-old Howard. They, how did they not have better options? Who else was like? Anyways, so this old dude. Think about how awful the other options must have been yes. that they voted him in. Well, but I say that. And yes. look at us now. It was just all uh-huh. of the bunch of trash, just a bunch of wars going on. There really wasn't a lot of good answer, good options. So Boniface the Sixth becomes Pope. But it didn't matter because two weeks later he dies, and that made him the second shortest reigning Pope in the history of the church. He lost two weeks. It's just like the dude was on his deathbed when you brought Maybe him in. That was on purpose. They just wanted it like well, a couple that of days. That wasn't the one that they did on purpose. The purposeful oh. one comes later. So, oh yeah. So he becomes, so Boniface becomes the shortest reigning Pope. Uh, and a few years later, a council would be held and they voted to strike his name from the list of official Popes what? of What? But he was there for two weeks. Probably because he was a pedophile. And so they struck his name from it. Then they erase all the history because... That's the what they Catholic do. Church is about to start having some bad press. Lots of bad press. And they continue to. Uh, well, yes, they continue to. But it's they started getting <laughs> all of... I mean, I, sh- I shouldn't say that all of the stuff that's going on now 
is ramifications because of what happened because I'm sure that stuff was clearly happening before as Boniface most likely has been removed. I'm so sad. Like, I was like, really hoping that this was, like, a newer problem that they... But then I now... I, it's no, it's, sure. like, from the fucking beginning. Gecko. That's really... Um, yeah. So, uh, next up for Pope Dunhood, Hood, we've got Stephen VI. And Stephen was the son of a priest, and he was also really close with the rulers of Spoleto. And they used their influence to make him their puppet pope because they were still pissed off about the first uh, guy that died too early and then Formosus not, like, making another Spoleto king uh, ruler. And they were like, hey, we want to rule. Uh, so they were trying to, they were over there trying to get their power, uh, but there was a problem because you see the Catholic church has certain rules and one of the rules, one of the sacred rules is that bishops can't move from one jurisdiction to another and be, and move up. Oh. So you, I think you have to like stay within your jurisdiction mm-hmm. if you become a bishop. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, and nice guy Formosus over here, he had made Stephen a bishop, and mm-hmm. most people believe that it was to get Stephen out of the way uh, and to further block the spoiled rulers from getting power because I think that they were running together mm-hmm. to get Pope-ness, and uh, Formosus made him a bishop mm-hmm. so that he wouldn't be able to become Pope later. Mm-hmm. All speculation, probably not. He was probably a really good bishop, but who knows? Uh, but with Formosus... He stayed alive. Who? The guy. That's, like, what they had him for, right? Pete, the Stephen? Yeah, Stephen. Only has yes. to live longer than two weeks, and yes. that's only him for. Yes. They, he just needs to live a little bit so that they can make an, empire, mm-hmm. an emperor. So, with Formosus dead um, and Boniface dead, now they need a new pope, and the Spoleto guys want Stephen to be pope, uh, but how can they do that without violating one of the church's most sacred rules? Of no moving around. They, uh, yes. Yes. Well, they decide the easiest and most efficient and most valid way is to invalidate all of Formosa's appointments. But how are you going to be able to do that? You have to put them on trial. So Stephen VI puts together a special council called the Synod and then puts Formosus on trial. But if you've forgotten, dude's dead. Mm -hmm. So what do they do? They go and they dig up his corpse. Oh. They dress him up in his papal clothing, like his his pope garment, mm-hmm. all dressed up to the nines. They prop him up in a chair. They appoint a church official as his defense lawyer. Good. And then they put him on trial. Good. And he's accused of breaking the rules because, in fact, Formosus himself um, was a bishop at, who moved up into becoming pope. So technically, he broke his own commandment. Um, and he was also charged with being too ambitious. And as you can imagine, <laughs> um, he didn't develop himself very well. He just couldn't, couldn't speak for himself. Well, he didn't have to speak for himself because they had the church official speak for him. He couldn't stand on his own two feet. <laughs> no, he just, he just sat there. So the, the trial was bizarre and crazy. Mm-hmm. And, um, at one point, uh, an earthquake hit. And destroyed the church where the trial was being held. And it even killed several of the people oh, in the building mm-hmm. um, that were there for the trial. But uh, the townspeople saw it as a sign of God's anger. They were like, what God is angry at us for what we're doing. We need to 
we need to wrap this shit up. They needed an earthquake to tell them what they're doing this wrong. Well, I mean, they, they didn't have a body. Yeah. And that just, this is no common sense. <laughs> so they demanded the trial be ended, the townsfolk. And they're just like, you need to, you need to speed this shit up. And so they find him guilty, mm-hmm. of course. And so they take his corpse and they strip him of all his beautiful clothing and they dress him in peasant rags. Oh my and then they cut off three fingers that he used in the blessings, and he was reburied in a tiny, humble, non-popey grave. Those just poor a little, fingers. little. What did they do peasant. with those fingers? But they threw them away because they were like, didn't he, even he's give not blessed. His fingers a proper he doesn't. Burial. Yeah. <laughs> no, they didn't give the fingers proper burial. Um, but soon after, uh, poor Formicius, who I mean, at this point, has just been through a time i don't even understand how he was being held together and then someone digs him up out of his shitty little grave and throws him in the fucking river oh my god and then some poor little hermit some poor little hermit living in a cave by the water discovers this corpse floating on the river fishes him out and then the people uh <laughs> The people of the surrounding village uh, believe that his corpse is performing miracles and the water has been blessed. And just to, you know, make it any more weirder of a mm-hmm. story, mm-hmm. Uh, they keep him around town like he's a little attraction because his corpse is performing miracles. He's of healing course. people as they touch yeah. him. And, um, but eventually his corpse is, is buried. As a peasant, he did um, way more for this village than he was alive so well I, no he was a good person like he i think he did i think he did a good job as pope so he eventually gets buried uh for good they eventually take him from this town but he um, wasn't healing people when he was alive no so. uh and they bury him with honors along some other popes okay um so now with Formosus condemned and all of his appointments are condemned so now all of his appointments become invalidated uh including all the priests and bishops that he had appointed and all the agreements he made, uh, the Spoletos are now able to get Stephen in as Pope. And what they a do. boring name yeah. for that time. Stephen, Stephen. Stephen the Sixth. Not Charlemagne. No. Fucking Stephen. Um, boring name. However, the insane spectacle of the trial, uh, now being referred to as the Cadaver Synod, uh, had turned most of the population against Stephen. And so then he was dragged out of the palace and tossed in prison. Mm-hmm. And then he was strangled to death by some peasant people, which is kind of sad when you think about it because, like, he really was more of a puppet for yeah. other people. And he only lasted, like, just over a year. Um, but he didn't have a chance. Yeah. With that kind of name, he didn't have a chance. Yeah. Uh, thanks. My name is Stephanie. No, I which mean, is you, like, were you, or do you live in the. 900s? No, but... You need a special name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My name came from that. <laughs> like Bono face? I mean... <laughs> um, so, of course, the whole thing caused a lot of chaos across Europe. Uh, priests didn't know if they had priests. Bishops didn't know if they were still bishops because they, like, the Basically rules... Basically changed all the rules. Yeah, they changed yeah. all the rules. Um, succeeding popes would gather a council and, and validate all the appointments for Formosus uh, and then confirm Stevens. But then uh, 
uh, another council would get made and they'd uh, invalidate oh all of Stevens and then confirming those of Formosus. And then some posts lasted a few weeks, others a few years. And it's just a whole bunch of like going back and forth, back and forth. What was law? Who was a priest? Who wasn't? This sounds knew. like politics. For years. Like for years, for it years, for years. sounds exactly the same. Yes. That's government. It's almost like we never learned. No, we um, never will. And so the Catholic brand took a major hit. And all this nonsense took a severe toll on the authority of the church. Previous popes had claimed to be equal, even superior to all the priests or the princes, kings and emperors in Europe. Or they like dreamed of um, like the pope would become the new Roman Empire. Like people who became popes just sort of inflated mm-hmm. sort of what popes were. So that kind of left a bad taste in, you know, the kings and, and other emperors. Um, and, uh, the chaos really set the church back and it would take a bunch more popes, uh, before things would start settling down again and they would figure out their shit. Uh, but by then a whole new wave of scandal and insanity would start hitting the church and they're still battling those scandals to this day. Yep. And that is my crazy story of Formosus, the Pope who (laughs) went on trial, uh, after he was dead. It must have, I, I thought it was going to be, like, more ridiculous for some reason. I thought they were going to, like, wire his bones together and then they were going to, like, move his hand. Be like, I mean, I don't, I maybe they did. We don't know. Great. It was, like, they were saying that the trial, like, the trial went on for weeks and it was insane. Well, like, insane. I think as soon as they were, like, let's dig up this dead body. That was probably the first sign of. rest him up. And then it's, like, you know what? Yeah, you know, he can't be naked. That's. I mean. That's the problem. <laughs> yes. And then stripping him of his clothes and putting him in peasant clothes. Like, yeah, like putting him in peasant. Like it was just such oh a big God. slap in the face. It wasn't enough that they dug up his body, but then they had no. to strip him of everything and then cut off his fingers and cut off his fingers and just desecrate the body and then throw it into a river and yep. just, just and and why? So they could get Stephen to be pope for a year. For a year before someone went and fucking killed them because it was just like they were like, such... "What the hell are you doing right yeah. now?" It was crazy. It was craziness. So yeah, so that's it for this episode. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, If you guys have any suggestions on stories that you'd like for us to hear or talk about, you can send us an email uh, at peoplekeepdying at gmail.com. You can also check out uh, any of our social medias, uh, which is just, again, people keep dying. Find us and talk to me. And (laughs) and that's how we're going to end it. Bye. Bye.